Disney news, updates, and information with my best friend, Sarah. Hey, we are best friends and huge Disney fans coming to you from Texas and Florida. Each week, we hope to bring a smile to your face and give you more Disney facts and recommendations than you will ever possibly know what to do with. But let's start off with a very important Disney fact. The mouse started it. Woke up for day three. Yes, we in fact overslept day three, but that's okay because we were smart and had Kona Cafe planned for breakfast, which Kona Cafe is located at the Polynesian, so all we had to do was walk about 150 feet, and there we were. Exactly, and so we mentioned in previous episodes and also just a few minutes ago that Polynesian is having a lot of construction, especially on the front facade and where the monorail is. That doesn't mean that the main building isn't open. It's just not where the guest services is located right now. That's actually over in Pago Pago. And the main building, we could access from the back. So you just go to where the pool is, that area. And we got in and they've got their Kona Cafe open. They have a couple of those little shops open and they have our favorite bar open. So we'll get to that uh, in just a little bit. But Kona Cafe, great coffee, great coffee. Such good coffee, such good coffee. We had learned our lesson from the day before eating way too much. So we had a nice light breakfast at Kona. We did a lot of like their little sides. So, you know, oatmeal, fresh fruit, a little bit of protein. And it was absolutely wonderful. And when we were done, it was time for Animal Kingdom. So excited for Animal Kingdom. Now, Animal Kingdom is one of the parks where there isn't a monorail to it and there isn't a real direct uh, transportation besides the buses. So we go over to our bus stop and sometimes you do have to wait a little bit for the right bus to come, but they now have these great monitors that tell you approximately when the next bus will be coming for each park. Please make sure that you are waiting at that bus stop because they can come five minutes early or come five minutes late. And it's it's just all based off of traffic in the Disney area. But we made our bus. We didn't have all the complications that we had the day before for Epcot. We made it to Animal Kingdom just fine. And like we've mentioned, all the bag checks, all of the temperature checks. We haven't mentioned that for every single thing we did, but there were for every single place. Yeah, Super exactly. Easy. It's everywhere. So just just assume if we mention it once, it's everywhere else. Um, And so, of course, we went through all of that, got into Animal Kingdom, and beelined for Pandora. Oh, my gosh. Well, we we definitely enjoyed our surroundings more than our usual trips to Animal Kingdom, where we are speed walking past everything to get to Pandora because we looked on the app. There was no wait for Pandora. There wasn't. Well, there was no wait for Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage, yes. Yes, Flight of Passage, which is amazing, one of our oh, favorite rides, was like, down. I think a 30-minute wait, and again, not actually 30 minutes. The no. line just moves. It books it. The river ride was actually like an hour-long wait, and it looked like an hour-long wait. It was a not very sure why, long line. But that line was massive. Absolutely massive. I'm pretty sure it almost reached outside of the entire Pandora area. 
And we love that ride. We do love the river ride. It is so pretty. It is a great ride, but we compare it almost to the ride in Mexico and Epcot or the Little Mermaid ride in Magic Kingdom. It's just a fun one to sit and enjoy and look around. It's not an adventure ride per se. So we opted out of waiting in that line. We had quite a busy day planned as you'll see in a second. And so we didn't wait in that, but we went to Flight of Passage Hands down, easy ride, super efficient getting in there. Oh my gosh, we love that ride every single time. So much fun. Now, just like with Test Track and a couple of the others, you don't get to experience that pre-ride experience as much. If you've ever been on Pandora, there are two rooms that you actually go into as staging areas. The first staging area would have been really difficult to make happen because you are tightly in there and your party is even every individual person is standing on their own number. You can't really do that right now with social distancing. So we went through that room into the second staging area and your party got to stay together in a section and listen to the overview about what the ride is about. So you still got some, they didn't completely take it away, but it still isn't that full, full experience before you get on the ride. But, oh my gosh, Pandora, you want to talk about, like you said, with soaring, like the sounds and the smells and the splashes. And the breathing animal between your legs. Like oh, that just incredible. is the cherry on top. A hundred percent. Absolutely incredible. And like I said, like, you know, I said with soaring, like I had that moment. I don't really get that moment of anxiety with Pandora. I don't know why, but I. Because you're like hugged. different. You're you are hugged. you're hugged entirely. You are like strapped and locked and loaded into this machine that makes you feel like you're back on the back of a banshee, and it is just absolutely so much fun. Um, and I think another part of it is, and this kind of is a shout out to anyone who's like me. I don't like straight down drops. Um, I prefer things that spin. You and there that, yeah. is kind of the two different kinds of people that you tend to see that if like people don't like straight down drops, they tend to like things that spin. And if people who like straight down drops tend to be the op, you know, like the drops and don't love necessarily the spinning or they like both. That's fine. Um, people like but me. I don't like straight down drops. But the nice thing about Pandora is if you're someone who doesn't like the straight, straight down drops, you never actually feel like you're dropping straight down because the way the banshees fly, they glide. So you're always gliding down instead of yes. having that weightless feel, um, which is what turns my stomach. So it's a good ride for anyone, no matter what you like or dislike. You can kind of find something. Because then on the opposite side of things, if you are someone like me who actually enjoys that drop feeling and you really like those exciting rides, this still gives you it. It's still, it's oh, just not, yeah. it's not as severe. Like Sarah said, it's not a straight down drop, but you still get the woo you know, feeling as yeah. you're going, as you're gliding down. That's the best way I can describe it. The woo yeah. feeling. <laughs> the woo feeling. <laughs> but it, it's just, oh, it's an all around fantastic ride. Honestly, that, that ride makes sense why it had such a long line when it first came oh, yes. out. It's 100% worth it. And then I have to say, we ran out of uh, Pandora with smiles on our faces and went straight to the safari, which I have not done the safari in forever. I can't remember the last time I did the safari because the line is always just ridiculously long. And because when it's really hot out and the line is long and you're crammed in there with people, you don't really want to stand in that line for like two hours. Right now, though, it's like a 10 minute wait 
20 minute wait tops. And we were all socially distanced in the line. So you don't feel like you're claustrophobic. Oh my gosh. We got onto that ride and you and I had our own row. Yeah. So two people in one row, we had our own row. They also have like, um, clear plastic barriers up between every row. So it's not like you're breathing onto the person's neck that was or nice. anything like that. I kind of want that to stay. All, oh, I know. That'd be great. You could still see all the animals. And man, did we get to see some fun animals. The giraffes oh were out everywhere. We saw babies. We saw so yes, many babies. Yes, we saw babies. so many babies. Okay, yes, and so shout out to our TikTok and Instagram because get ready, guys. Sarah took a video I through the entire the safari. Thing. Yeah, I, I will cut it like it's gonna on TikTok. You can only get about 60 <laughs> second videos, but I will be putting up a bunch of videos of the oh best. Oh my parts gosh, and I took as many pictures ride. as I could while she was taking yes. the video. Oh my gosh, we saw we saw hippos moving. We saw a male lion get kicked out of the den because all the females were he was <laughs> saying he was too rowdy. We also had a great driver. We had a great had driver. Really driver. His yes. commentary was spot on, it made it entertaining. I mean, yep. we saw an ostrich leave her nest, all bunch of eggs. They're about to have a whole so bunch of baby ostrich ost ostriches. ostriches. But she left her eggs with uh, with another species. <laughs> but she, I mean, it was just cool seeing. I mean, you really saw animals, and it's huge. It's huge you really saw for animals? yes, yes. But <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people when they go to Disney and they see the safari, they're thinking it's going to be exhibits, and it's it's land no, and it's, it's land and it's around. space, and they're just yeah. roaming around. There's nothing stopping them. Giraffes were coming up to the cars, and of course, the drivers aren't going to let the giraffe get hurt. I mean, there's no way that they would. Sometimes they said you have to, you have to stop and you wait for, you know, the rhino to go across the road. And there's just, there's just times where you have to wait because they're in the way and they've got yeah. the right of way. It's their area. So, um, another place where we're, again, we're going to have to do a whole episode on the conservation side of Disney, because I could oh, talk about course. that forever with yes. the aquarium and Epcot and then the safari and animal kingdom, just incredible, all the stuff that they do. And we'll get to conservation on that. And also, again, in just a second, when we talk about lunch. But before we sped off to lunch, we went to Everest, to Everest, which had no line. No line. That's the second time we've been on Everest where there was no line. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. I love Everest. It's so scared much me to death as a kid, but I love it. Yeah. Terrifying as a child. It is a little bit scarier for kids, especially the part where you see um a shadow and there's a lot of growling and you know there, uh, that could be a little bit frightening so just to let you know like the height requirement on that one may also just be like they need to be a little bit older i wouldn't i wouldn't take a young 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 child kiddo on that ride yeah. super fun we did that one super quick and then quickly ran out of the parks because we we were getting crammed those rides in yeah and had to make our way over to Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is another fantastic place to yes. stay because they have Sanaa. Sanaa. One of our favorites over at Kidani Village. Um, they have the restaurant Sanaa, and it is absolutely fantastic. We've been before. It's definitely one of the ones we love to go back to because they have not only fantastic drinks, but their bread service. Just melt in your mouth bread. Yes. Like, they're non. We consumed it. Oh, yeah. Inhaled it. 
Yeah, so their their non bread service is uh, five different non breads. They had a spicy, a regular, a garlic, one with chives, and then there was one that was something else, and I am not entirely positive on what it was, but it it tasted great. It was delicious. It was so good. Um, and then what they do is they give you a bunch of uh, dipping sauces that range from super spicy to sweet to just light and refreshing. And they're oh, they're so, so good. good. So good. And then if you finish all of the naan, you can add more for two fifty a piece. Yeah, so you can get <laughs> two more slices for five bucks. Which which we did because we, we did. oh my gosh it just, it's just so good and they know that that's probably your whole meal I yes. would say that you're probably pretty good ordering one serving for two people maybe three if you wanted to have it just a little bit lighter but if you have a party that's bigger than three I would say get two you're gonna go through that pretty quickly yeah. and that's gonna be just a light app yeah you need to really get two orders of it if you want to fill more than three people. Yes. We also did the samosas, which were also just oh, absolutely delicious. fantastic. Highly recommend. Uh, we both did a couple drinks, which were so good. I love the painted lemur, I believe it's called. Mm -hmm. That was so good. And your margarita looks fantastic. Oh, the mango margarita there is just phenomenal. Yeah. I'm loving it. The other part we love about Sanaa is that they have these huge windows yes. where you can see the area outside where they do have animals. Now, this is not the same area that you're looking at when you're in the safari. I think a lot of people think it's the same spot and it's not. This is just a little conservation area that's by the lodge. And if you watch some of the specials that are on Disney Plus right now, which may be one of our What to Watch Wednesdays coming up, they're is a lot of information about which animals are by the lodge. Yes. Again, like Coral Reef, you can spend so much time losing yourself watching out that window. 100%. And we definitely did. And yeah. it's just an absolutely phenomenal experience. And then obviously, because we were celebrating our birthdays, they were wonderful enough to bring us a little birthday dessert to share, which was so tasty. And their chocolate cake, right? Yeah, it was it was like a chocolate chocolate mousse, mousse with so strawberry good. compote and these like bread crumble thingies. Oh, it was just so, so good. good. It's delicious. We finished off lunch and realized how exhausted we actually were because, mind you, we've been walking around every single day, and these days are good eight to ten hours long, and just fantastic in every aspect but we were tired so we went back to our resort had a we had a relaxing afternoon and in the resort and really just kind of decompressed because we had to get ready for a very nice dinner at the contemporary at california grill oh my gosh and talk about just a magical place now to get to this restaurant first of all you need to go to the contemporary yes. so we had to do our magical little jaunt over to okay. the transportation yes. center and take the monorail and we we got there we did in plenty of time plenty of time now that we knew so that you go to the second floor check-in yes you check in with the maitre d for the california grill and you get to go up an exclusive elevator 
up to the 15th floor where the California Grill is and you check in. There is a bar up there. It is just gorgeous, gorgeous views. You noticed at the table that we could even see Epcot and yes. you can definitely see the castle and you can, oh, it's just, it's beautiful. It is a gorgeous view. You can see the sunset. If you're there at the right time, you can see the stars at night. And normally you would go out onto one of their uh, patios and watch the fireworks show. We were surprised they actually had those open. So we could have gone out there. They weren't running the fireworks shows, of course, because of the pandemic, but they had them open so that you could go out there and just enjoy, 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 enjoy the view. And we didn't take advantage of that, but we had a lovely sit down meal and great, great service wonderful drinks. It always looks and smells delicious. And it is kind of fun because they have an open kitchen. Yeah. So we were sitting next to the kitchen, which was a lot of fun. I definitely found myself kind of like staring off into the kitchen or staring out the windows, just enjoying the views um, and watching them put together the food. Great to have an open kitchen. Absolutely adored it. Definitely found myself like staring and watching them create all of these amazing looking dishes and just really cool to see how they do it while we waited on our own dishes to come. And we were actually right next to the plating. So we were watching them plate all of the, I, all the things I don't know how to do, but it looked really cool. <laughs> like the little microgreens yeah. and stuff. Yeah, the little stuff that like I would have no patience for. But it was so pretty. Every dish that came out of there was so was pretty. pretty. So we had a great time there. We left the contemporary. I said goodbye to my second favorite contemporary. And we went back to the Polynesian because we had to. We were so tired, but we had to grab a drink. Had to at our favorite bar. So at the Tambu Lounge, which is the little lounge outside of Ohana's. Ohana's is not currently open, but the Tambu Lounge is. Um, that is our absolute favorite bar. So we finally got to make it there and go grab a They were delicious. They now were you can't so sit at the bar right now, of course, but you can sit at one of the tables around it. They also were letting people sit out just outside of the lounge area and they could pay for a drink and they'd bring it out to them. Um, I think mostly in like to-go cups and things like that. But it was super yes. simple and we were very happy to support them because like we said, it is one of our favorite spots. So we went there and then we went back to our room and just chilled because we wanted to enjoy our view and enjoy our fantastic room for just a little while longer. And then I had to return to Texas the next day. I know, and I'm back in Tampa and I love Tampa. But there is definitely no place like a Disney home. I'm, I think we're already in our heads planning our next trip because there were so many things that we learned. And oh, sure. I personally want to see what happens as they start increasing capacity and seeing how things change and uh, what comes back that we've missed so much and what stays. Because there are a few things that I'm kind of hoping stay. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing a few things stay. I, what is the number one thing you want to see stay at the parks right now oh, or even resorts? I think just a combination of all the efficiency. Uh, Disney's always been very efficient and I think yeah. very organized in their, in certain ways, but just the one-way traffic, the entrance and exits, the, the way you can reserve a park and you know you're going to get in. And I don't know, some of that efficiency and organization level, I don't know how to do it. So I don't have a solution, but just the efficiency, if they can keep that as the 
capacity starts to increase back. I would love to see that because I just felt like that made our trip even easier. What about you? It definitely did. I agree. Yeah, the efficiency was great. I would love to see that and maybe some of the implementations they did in just getting people onto the rides Mm -hmm. a little bit quicker, which again goes back to the efficiency. And then I really loved all of the various things you can now do with the My Disney Experience app. It just made everything so much faster, so much easier. I mean, we checked into all of our restaurants before we even arrived to them. And by the time we would arrive, the table was ready. So it's a lot less sitting around waiting. And I really appreciated that. Not to mention just being able to get into our room. All of your photo pass photos are there. I mean, they essentially said, what are all these things that we can streamline and put onto one centralized location and make it a lot easier? And it's so, it really was, there's no more, you know, scan your magic band here, scan your magic band there. It's just make sure that everything is like safe to your account. It's all there because it's all on your My Disney Experience app. And it's absolutely fantastic. Now, what's one thing that you want to have come back? I, oh, that's hard. I already know mine. I miss the fireworks. Miss the character experiences. I would love to see, like, I mean, it's sad because, like, they got rid of, like, the Dapper Dams and things like that. And I would love to see a lot of those guys come back because I always really appreciated them. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely would like the whole, like, if you buy something, can I send it back to my room thing to come back? That'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. as like the inner shopper in me. Yeah. The amount of stuff I buy at all of the resorts and all of the parks. I'd really like to be shipped back to my room, please. Yeah. Oh, I definitely want to see that one come back, but I'm pretty sure we know that one's coming back. Um, yes. But I am definitely. And I think the fireworks will come back. And I, I think will, yeah. character, character greetings and character events may just be different, yeah. but I, I'm sure that Disney is bringing them back and figuring out how it's going to work. Yeah, I'm sure they are. It's all going to come back eventually. You know, life will go back to normal, but I'm excited for when it does. Exactly. Now, a pro for Epcot and Animal Kingdom, because we did our Magic Kingdom ones. What's a pro for Epcot and Magic and Animal? Pro for Epcot. I mean, so I'm not going to say the same thing as I did for Magic, which was the line shortness. I would say the pro is just because of how much construction there is right now, they have labeled everything really, really well. So like you said, you never feel lost. So I'd say the pro is just how easy it is to really maneuver your way through a very construction heavy park right now. Which I'll input saying that is also my pro for Epcot. Just they are very organized because they know how much construction is there. And our con would probably be how much construction is there. Yeah, I mean, like they go hand in hand and you can't really help it. Like, you know, it's coming, it's making the park so much more magical. But, you know, if you're going to have a lot of construction, one would hope that it is very organized and clearly it is at Epcot. So that is absolutely wonderful. Um, Also... Shout out to our server at the San Angel Inn, who is absolutely wonderful. She really went above and beyond. So I just wanted to say like a quick like shout out to her. She was absolutely wonderful. And I love her. She was. She was she was fantastic. And then Animal Kingdom, I'll say my pro is they are prepared for how hot it is. There are fans everywhere. Everywhere. I I, I've always appreciated that, and it, it was just very apparent compared to the other parks. 
Animal Kingdom is ready for it to be hot. And we had airflow in every line and it just felt super, super nice and refreshing and didn't feel like we were ever in stagnant air. Accurate. Okay, so I really want to piggyback off of that one, but I'm going to jump to something else, which was really, really cool, which is if you are walking around and you are on a bridge, you may just capture a glimpse of Minnie or Mickey or another character. They have them riding around yes. on boats. It was brilliant. It was cute. It was so It cute. really, it really, really was. Yes, I love that. That's and everyone, you know, everyone would see and they'd be like, oh my God, it's Mickey. And they'd go running towards, you know, the side of the bridge. And it was just a great way to have the characters out and about a little bit without, you know, obviously putting anyone at risk of, you know, not being social distanced. Yes, I agree. That is a good one. That is a very, very good one. Con would probably be for Animal Kingdom. I always wish, it's weird to say, but I always wish they had a little bit more going on. I know they just got Pandora, but I just, I there's so much potential there and I want it to be as big of a draw as the other parks. And I know it will be, yeah. and I know it is for many, many people, but we'll, like we said, have an episode about the conservation of Disney. It's something I'm very passionate about. And I, just love Animal Kingdom for that. And we even both said when we were in the park, we forget how much we love the environment of Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, they are obviously trying to do things to be to make Animal Kingdom more of a draw. And unfortunately, because of the pandemic, a lot of that got stunted for a little while. They were doing a lot of Animal Kingdom after dark stuff. You know, they had shows and Which rides awesome. staying open and the plan was there and it was about to be executed yes. or it had just been executed. And then unfortunately COVID hit and that had to be stopped for a little while. But I, my guess is that will all come back eventually. And I you know, if they, it gives them time to really work on all of that. Exactly. So I think that leads us to all in all our consensus of this amazing Disney trip that we just had there are many updates coming. Yes. There are many pieces of construction happening. And this is a brilliant time for Disney to do it. Oh, there yes. were very few people in comparison to normal in the parks and in the resorts. And even though it's an inconvenience to some certain individuals, you know, if everything isn't perfect or the way they have had it for years and years and years, Disney's doing all of these construction pieces and different updates so that way when we're at 100% capacity and when they can do the fireworks shows and when they have all yes. of us hopefully back to normal as soon as possible, a lot of these little maintenance things are done. Exactly. And yeah. we fully appreciated everything they were doing. And even though we got ourselves all turned around trying to get to Epcot from Polynesian, some of that was us and yeah. some of it was just finding a different route and it's okay. We'll, we'll get there and we'll have a great time. And we did. And I think that all in all, I was pretty happy in going to Disney during a pandemic. I think oh, it was I'd okay. Go again. I would totally go again. Yeah, during a pandemic. I would too. That was the most enjoyable Disney experience. Just, yeah, that was so enjoyable. So next week. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. down. Okay. I'm back in. Okay. I, I don't have the money, but we'll figure it yeah. out. I just, I got to figure out how I can, uh, get on a plane and, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you in a week. Perfect. We'll do more TikTok videos. Oh, perfect. Great. 
Oh my gosh, guys. Well, we will keep you posted on when our next trip is and any other details we can come up with. And we are so excited to share with you guys more information, different things that we've learned and gained. And we hope one of these days soon we can talk to you about a Disney cruise that we're on, you know, that's on our bucket list. So thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Mouse Started It podcast. We're going to get you all set on all of these things in the upcoming year. We're very excited to bring it to you. We appreciate your support. You can actually listen to our podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Please make sure to spread the word and share all of our Disney news with your friends. You can also join our newsletter or email us with questions, comments, suggestions, or your own Disney fun facts at the Mouse Started It, all one word, at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, the Mouse Started It, underscore between each word. For our podcast updates, as well as what to watch Wednesdays, like we said, we are going to give you Wednesday morning updates of what to watch and Fun Fact Fridays, which have already been underway. See you you real soon. soon.